0: joining us on this week's episode of Mothers in Construction Podcast. Today, I have two MICs who also happen to have husbands in the construction industry. I think the important takeaway for me today was, you know what? Just love. Just love. Don't come into your relationships wondering how things are going to work. These ladies and their husbands are going through the intensity of the construction industry and they're making it happen as families every day. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy. And don't forget to check us out every Thursday. Please like us and subscribe. Welcome everyone to Mothers in Construction. I'm so excited for my guest today.
1: I'm Leanne. I'm a project manager in the construction industry now for almost 20 years. I have three children and I am a mother in construction.
2: Hi, my name is Michelle. I'm an engineer at a construction firm and I've been in the construction industry for 16 years. I have two boys, age eight and six. I am a mother in construction.
0: All right. Welcome, y'all. I'm so excited to have you ladies here today. I think we're going to talk about something that's really important. You know, we always talk about marriage and and work-life balance and keeping things separate from work and home. But in your case, you can't necessarily do that. <laughs> you all have uh husbands who are also in the construction industry. And, you know, part of the discussion on mothers in construction is what we go through and the intensity of our careers. But I wanted to talk to you all about how important it is, or I would say how, I don't want to say difficult because that's not the, the right choice of words, but how different it is for you all to also have husbands in the industry and the balance that it takes for you all to manage your households. So I want you guys to describe your experience being an MIC, a mother in construction, with the husband in the same field. I want to know, you know, do you talk shop at home or do you try to keep work separate from your home life?
2: Uh, So yeah, we definitely talk shop at home. I'm constantly uh, asking him questions. You know, my husband's been in the construction industry a little longer than I have. Uh, So he has more experience. So I'm always asking him, like, how would you handle this situation? Can you help me out with this? You know, can you look at this, you know, smell with uh, with me sometimes? Um, You know, every night we talk about our, uh, you know, how our day was, you know, and we do it. we both do a lot of government work so sometimes he comes to questions with me about government work and contracts you know we'll talk about how our jobs are going the good and the bad uh, it's just kind of nice you know to have someone you can come home to at night and kind of vent to and they understand what you're going through so yeah we talk probably too much it but yeah we talk a lot at home
0: about work I think that's so cool you know yeah it is good to have someone to vent to or you come home like for me I'm coming home I'm telling my husband all this stuff and he's like what in the world are you talking about <laughs> you know and then he's military so the The organizational structure is just totally different. So he doesn't get it. And I'm like, you don't understand, (laughs) you know? So that's cool that you have that. What about you, Leanne?
1: Um, Very similar. My husband works as a superintendent. So our hours are are challenging. He's out the door at 5.50 in the morning to get Mm -hmm. to work. And meanwhile, you know, I'm on the... Engineering slash management side. So I can get in a little bit later, but we definitely do talk a lot of shop at home. It's good to get his perspective on things. Um, sometimes there's things, you know, as a superintendent, he sees things a little differently or has had different experiences that he can kind of help me work through some things. And also it's, it's really cool Mm -hmm. that he understands what we're doing. So just like you said, it's easy to come home and, and he understands the issues that we've been having that day or, you know, sometimes we have similar subcontractors and it's, uh, it's good to be able to have that conversation and to vent to someone at home who understands what you've been going through that day.
0: Right. So let me ask y'all a really transparent question. You know how when you're asking your husband what you want to wear and you have a red and a blue dress, you say red or blue and they say blue and we pick red. <laughs> do you find yourself doing that or do you really, really generally take their opinions in consideration?
2: I definitely take his opinions. I mean, I, th- <laughs> I think really highly of him. Uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, when he tells me, you know, his, his thoughts, I usually go with, a lot of times we align with our thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, but there are times sometimes when i just want to vent and he gives me his advice and i was like i don't really need your advice i just want to vent to you
0: right just listen
2: yeah just
1: listen and just like understand where i'm coming from that's a guy thing that's just a guy thing my husband is the same thing it's like i'm just we're just having a conversation man i didn't ask you for like all the solutions to this problem just telling you what happened and i'll handle it.
0: Right. They just want to take care of us. That's okay. It's just like them jumping out the car when you have to park and you're backing up and they're behind the car, you know, saying, come on, come on, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. (laughs) So that's cool. All right, Leanne, you touched on something really important about the hours. Your husband starts really early because he is a superintendent on the field. So I want to know from the both of you how you manage your work and your family responsibilities.
1: So, I mean, listen, it's it's very challenging and Hats off to all mothers in construction. I mean, it's very interesting when I speak to other moms who are not in this industry, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, they don't understand the mm-hmm. issues. I have a secret weapon at home that I, I wish that other people, not just women in construction, but mothers in general would have here, especially in the U.S., is my mom lives with us. So we have the ability, mm-hmm. we have a little more flexibility than most, right? So you know, if you think about it, my children are all in element well, middle and elementary school. So I have a 12-year-old, 9-year-old and a 6-year-old. And okay. the school bus doesn't get here till like 7.20 or something. By that time, my husband's already at mm-hmm. work at least for an hour. And I'm at work as well. So when you think about the mm-hmm. logistics of how am I going to get my child on the school bus? How am I going to pick my child up either at the school bus or some actual activity? It's very challenging. Right. So my mom kind of fills in some of those gaps, right? So where we can't be at the bus in the morning, she's there getting them ready to get on the bus. Where we can't be at the bus in the afternoon, she's there to get them off. And I even think back to when they were little kids, right? And having to go to daycare. there's It's it's very hard to say, I'm going to take a couple hours off of work to drop a kid and pick a kid up. And there were times when the kids were very little that we would be racing home because my mom at that point maybe didn't have a car or She had a a baby at home and one kid in elementary school or in daycare. So I couldn't expect her to leave the Mm -hmm. baby to pick up the the daycare kid. Right. So my husband and I would be like texting or calling like I'm on Route 50 you know, I'm like 10 minutes away. Who's going to get there first? You know, like there's always these (laughs) like conversations that happen by text in the afternoon trying to figure out who's going to be the person to make it there. First to get the child from their activity or from daycare. So I mean, it's very challenging for those moms who don't have that person at home or whether well, that's a mom or that's an in-home provider of some sorts, a nanny or whatever. I mean, it's it's really, really, really challenging. It is really challenging.
0: Right, just well said. And, you know, Michelle, I want you just to touch on this too, but Leanne, um, how do you guys pick who's that person? You know, because at the same time, both of y'all have really important jobs. Both of you are in management positions on the, the field. So everyone needs you, you know, at the same level. So how do you pick like whose turn it is?
1: I would say sometimes um because of his position as superintendent right i know the mornings are out so i wouldn't even ask you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. when we had kids who had you know christmas performances or whatever sometimes it was like okay it's your turn i went last time and he's got to take that time off in the morning but in the evenings you know do you have a meeting is there something critical going on you have a pour the next day like what's happening why you know can i go can you go so it's just that constant communication some days he would be like look Tuesday's my late night, so I can't do any of this. And then you have to jump in. Right. Like, you know, we have all those rotations, right? Late night rotation, that sort of thing. So it's just a lot of communication and checking everyone's schedule and making that decision. Like, I can leave early. I can pick this one up. You know, you stay late at work that day.
0: Makes sense.
2: So, yeah, we're kind of similar to Leanne. It's like, it's very, very challenging for us. Um, unfortunately, we don't have any family that's local. We don't have any nannies, any au pairs. So we uh, rely on daycares and after school programs to help take care of our kids when they're not in school. Like Leanne said, you know, construction starts at six o'clock, but, you know, our daycare is not open till seven. You know, one of us is usually working late till five or six and the daycare is closed between five and six. So a lot of times it's, you know, one person's going to be late to work, you know, drop the kids off at seven. You were usually literally the first person there, like when the door is open at seven o'clock and then the other person will have to, you know, leave work a little early to get the kids on time. And we have a lot of that, you know, those days where like traffic is just so bad, you know, living in the area that we live in. Yes. Kind of worse traffic, so we definitely have had those like phone calls on the road, like who's going to get there first, you know, what's your ETA, like you know. So um, we, we find those challenges, and actually, something that I was just thinking about is, you know, in construction you work weekends, um, so uh, for a while, me and my husband had to coordinate who was going to, you know, what Saturdays we were going to work. And one Saturday, it actually, I don't know if it was just miscommunication between the two of us or one of us just had to do a last minute coverage, but we both had to work on the Saturday. And I had to be the one to take it. We decided that I would be the one to take the kids. You know, my, uh, my trailer was away from the project site and was safer for them. So, you know, here I am six o'clock in the morning with two kids in the back seat. Oh I had lunches and snacks, you know, iPads and toys just to keep them occupied. Wow. But, you know, that wasn't something that we had really ever thought of, you know, until we had kids. Most people don't usually work on Saturdays. So it was kind of a challenge for us that day.
0: Listen, I remember. <laughs> so you said you all don't have any in-home help, you know, any hired help. Is, was that a person or a financial choice? I know for me, when my husband was deployed and I was the only one pretty much dealing with the kids and I had same thing, weekend work and everything. Luckily, my mom would drive and thank God for her, would drive five hours, you know, to come help me when I needed it. But I searched and searched for hired help. I just could not get my, myself past the fear. I'm gonna put it out there. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I recommend it because I think you need the help. But me personally, I just cannot put myself past the fear and that's what really held me up from getting the help.
2: Yeah, it was a little bit of both for us. You know, I, I didn't even know where to start to look for a nanny. Um, yeah. you know, I didn't like you said, I didn't want to just like ask some random person. I kind of wanted, you know, like recommendations from someone which we didn't really have at the time. And then also the the cost was really expensive. Yes. Um, and we didn't really have any options for like a nanny share, which a lot of kids, you know, a lot of parents do. So we ended up going with the, you know, the daycare option, which turned out to be you know really good. I'm like I'm really glad that we went that direction. I don't regret it at all. It was a little hard in the beginning dropping your kids off at like, you know some place where you don't you know familiar with the people, but after we got to know the daycare, it was it was good. It was a good choice for us. That's
0: good, and hopefully, like I know with my experience, the location that I chose for my children, they became family. So I actually ended up getting some help from some of the teachers there, and just that trust I was able to establish that. So that's good. That's really yeah. good. Um But I wanted to speak to you all about you know whether or not you feel that your position having a husband in the construction industry impacted your career? Like, did you have to make any hard decisions about your career or were you not as aggressive on your career path because of your family dynamic?
2: So for me, I don't really think I impacted my career, but like I said, my husband's a couple years ahead of me in like his career path and kind of watching what he was going through and what was up next for me if I had followed his path, you know, kind of actually led me to believe that maybe that's not the path that I want to go down. Okay, you know, so like maybe I wanted to like, you know, change direction in my path. So I wouldn't definitely don't think it's like impacted me in a negative way, just kind of made me see like where I wanted to go in my career path by looking at what he's gone through.
0: Wow, that makes a lot of sense. It opened your eyes and gave you a different perspective. That's cool. What about you, Leanne?
1: Yeah, I don't think definitely no impact with him being in the industry to my career. We we're kind of like on separate paths. He's definitely a Field person, superintendent person, and I'm I'm not, and that's fine. So there was no real influence there.
0: Okay, good, good. All right, so um, I want you all to describe how being an MIC has had an impact on the members in your family. Like, are they are there any inherent uh, gender perceptions perceived by your children? You know, is your husband more to being empathetic to women in construction due to having firsthand experience with your plight?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, so the gender perception, and I, I don't know if it's because of her construction or, or what it is. Right. But, you know, I have three children, as I mentioned before, and for a long time, their perception was that daddy is the boss, you know, he goes to work, he's the boss. Right. And I mean, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. some point in time, they looked at me one day and was like, I like, I don't know what mommy does like, she, you know, but daddy is the boss, you know, and I don't know if that's as a yeah. result of, you know, his company has a very robust, um, take your child to work day program. So for a few years, pre pandemic, the kids who were eligible, age eligible, would go with him to work and, you know, mm-hmm. see construction and see the experience and get tours and very hands-on things. So I think they had more of a connection with him and work than with me. So, so they, you know, mm-hmm. had that, that perception. And when they actually verbalized in front of both of us that like, I don't know what mommy does, but daddy's a boss, you know? My husband finally said, mommy's a boss too, you know, by the way, I don't know why you think that, you know, and, um, he actually, after I think the last take the child to work day, after he did his rounds, he brought the children to my job so that they could see Next. what I do. Right. So it was, it was good for them to, it was good that he stepped up and corrected that, right. Without me saying anything, I may have given him like a look like, see, you know, you know, but he stepped up and corrected that. And so they understood women can do construction and be successful and in supervisor positions as well. Um, so that was good. Um, for the second part of your question, I would say definitely, um, having, uh, a wife in construction has influenced his perception of women in his field. Right. Um, because he, he hears, For me, when I come home and tell them stories and all of us have had these stories of, I was in a meeting and I said something and nobody heard me. And then some guy said the same Mm. thing and they were like, what a great idea, you know, or (laughs) or I'm talking to a sub and they don't know that I'm actually the project manager and they're looking to, you know, the guy younger than me. Like it happened to me a few years ago. I was talking to like, to uh, an inspector, right. From the the AHJ, right. The authority having jurisdiction. And I'm the boss and I have like my, my field guy who was out of school for a year. And he's looking at the field guy, asking him questions. And I was like, you know, all right, I just, you know, let him roll. So when he yes. hears those stories, you know, and he's like, why don't you stand up for yourself? And, you know, but he gets it. And then most recently, I would say a few months ago, he came home and he was like, oh my gosh, you know, everything you've been saying to me, I saw it firsthand today. I was talking to us, to a sub with my, let's say, PM or engineer, or whatever, right? Female coworker, who was directing the work, all right? And she asked him a question and the guy kept responding and looking at me. And he actually asked another question. He would respond and look at me, right? So my husband talking. Mm. And my husband was like, listen, dude, she's the one asking the questions. Why are you talking to me, you know? So he's realized yes. that like, it's it's out there. Whether it's a unconscious bias or not, it's there. And so he's made, I guess, more of an effort to kind of like correct that whenever he sees it happening and make sure that the folks on his job know that like we're all equal here. You know, she has her role. I have my role. But Mm. if she's the one directing things, you need to look to that person and have respect for that.
0: Man, I could tell you it's so cool. I'm over here shaking my head and about to pop off this chair because... (laughs) I think we have all been through that. You know, you brought up memories for me. Like this has happened to me so many different times. And I spoke about it on a previous episode that, you know, the first thing you want to do when you end up in those situations is get angry. But yeah, sometimes it is a unconscious bias. You know, it's because of somebody's experience. And sometimes it is downright, like just trying to be dirty. So. You kind of got to go with the flow with those things. But I think it's so cool that your husband, because of his experience with you and and listening to you, right, because we always talk about listen to me, (laughs) you know, that they really took that listening aspect and turned it into something that was wonderful because he can fight for you fight for all women out there by knowing your experiences. And and now, even though our numbers are still low, there are more females coming into the construction industry. So now, you know, that's just more allies for us. So I think that's really cool.
2: Um, Yeah, kind of the same thing as Leanne, you know, my kids definitely see my husband as, you know, the boss and, you know, I'm, you know, just mom doing whatever I do. Daddy pays the bills and mom's just (laughs) here. Like she does something, we don't know what she does. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And so we're constantly saying, no, no, mommy, you know, she works hard too. And she, you know, makes money and does all that stuff. Um, But as far as my husband, I definitely think it's made him more empathetic towards the women. He, a lot of women work for him and work underneath him. And so just hearing like what I've gone through, not just as a mother in construction, but as a woman in construction, like Leanne says, you know, sometimes I feel like the men think I'm like the admin or I get treated like the admin. Like I'm always like order the food or like order like the supplies. And he hears me complain about this so like he goes to his the women who work for him like don't ever let the guys you know make you feel like you're an admin or you're less than them like stand up to them and you just don't ever like let yourself feel like you're below them especially if you're above them and I think you know he'll he'll tell the women and his job you know kind of my stories and they'll tell him back like you know that happens to me too you know and so I think it kind of gives him a connection with the women that he might not have had before yes. you know that he understands them and then they feel like they can come to him and talk to him about this stuff because he'll understand you know like oh my wife goes through that too. So I definitely think that you know, it's made him more empathetic to the women, especially the ones that work for him. So that's, I think that's great. You know, I, I feel like I've helped his you know, the women who work for him, you know, I feel like I've made an impact. You know, my struggles are helping to make it easier for the women that are coming up, you know, you know, in the 20s and 30s. So
0: That's exactly right. It's all about paving the way, you know, and it's just, man, it's like he's holding it down for you. It makes you extra proud of him, right? <laughs> I love yeah, it.
1: definitely. Yeah. I also think, speaking more towards motherhood as well. Right. That's always a huge point of questioning for women. Right. You're in the industry. You want to start a family. Right. And there's so many decisions that you have to make. Right. Do I want to start a family? No. Where are we in the in the construction process? The job's not supposed to be done for another 10, 12 months. Should I wait? Like, you know, you should not be making your personal family planning decisions around work. Right. And I think a lot of women don't um, feel comfortable speaking about that. And I think men who have wives who have gone through things, whether that struggles having a child or when they are having a child, you know, how they're going to work the the parental leave and that sort of thing. I think having been through that also gives them a, a better perspective, right, for other women, younger women who are looking to, to expand their family, right? And more empathetic towards that, you know, just more open to that. And that's important as well. Very important.
0: It is very well said. It definitely is. Right. So um, what advice do you all have to, and then we're going to say construction families, right? Because you all tap into everything.
1: I would say, I think that things are changing rapidly right now in, in a very positive direction. And um, I think that things that people were afraid of voicing before, for example, the desire to have children, to expand their families, to whatever, it should be a lot easier to have those conversations with your manager's leadership, right? If you're deciding to to make those moves. I think a lot of women also feel like when they're going to have children, they step back a little bit. They don't want to be as aggressive because of all the things we talked about, right? Childcare and who's going to take care of this and who's going to pick up that, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that there are a lot of women who've gone through it and have a lot of good advice, right? So don't be afraid to tap into those resources at work um, to kind of figure out what you're going to do. And once that decision is made, you know, don't be afraid to have that conversation with your leadership because the thing is that leadership is not going to ask you like, okay, so you're pregnant, so like, what are you going to do? right? Because they can't do that, right? Legally. But you should feel comfortable to say, look, I'm, I'm going to have a child and here are my plans and I, I'm not stepping down. I am not taking a pause. I would like you to help accommodate, you know, whatever that is. I mean, when I had my last child, I did that. I went to the GM and said, listen, I have I'm having a child, FYI, but I'm not planning on taking a back seat. I'm fortunate I have help at home. I'm just letting you know. So don't think, don't propose me on this project because Leanne's not going to be interested because I have a kid. That's not your concern. And so people should not feel afraid to do that now, especially in this day and age where it's becoming more the norm and accepted and understood by by leadership right right
2: uh yeah like Ian said you know just having good communication with your upper management and not letting your work get in way of the decisions you want to make in life it might not be the best time to have a kid but if that's what you want you know you should go for it and just have that open communication with your upper management and you know don't really let them make you feel bad for your decisions you know stand up for what you want um and continue to go for what you want um, and then as far as you know if you have a spouse in construction thinking about having children keeping that open communication and staying organized on who's going to do what with the kids and just getting like a routine schedule down with your husband is, you know, always a good thing.
0: Right. Make that CPM for the household. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, ladies, this has been so great. And I think that, you know, you'll make someone listening to this will feel a lot more comfort knowing that you all are doing this every day, every day, making it happen, just like what Mothers in Construction is about. I love having these discussions because, again, there's somebody out there that's going through this right now. And maybe in the beginning stages of it, you know, trying to figure it out but you guys will show them that, hey, you can do it. We're doing it every day and we're making it happen. So thank you so much for being a part of this. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Thank you to my guests for joining us and thank you for tuning in to MIC. Please be sure to check us out every Thursday and don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're using so that you don't miss an episode when we drop. Remember, being a mom in this industry is about making sacrifices, but you do not have to sacrifice your dreams. If someone else has done it, you can as well. Do what you got to do and make it happen.